2: This week on Jordan
1: Jesse Go, The Mysterious Ways of the Towny, Awareness Raising, and Much, Much More. Let's go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I am Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. I'm Jordan Morris, Boy
0: Detective. It feels good to be here, Jordan. I'm feeling electric. Wow. I, uh,. I I I'm sorry to say I don't think I'm gonna I don't think I'm gonna uh, deliver up to your expectations.
1: I am feeling
0: electric. Yeah. Well, get ready for get ready for a letdown because I'm feeling uh, warm and moist. I mean, but you know whatever if you can like self-sustain this electric feeling, go for it. But just you're not gonna get any help on my end, Jordan. If you want kind of a uh, kind of a hot squish. Jordan, ask me this. What's warm and wet? Can't think of anything immediately. Like a curry?
1: Bread bread soaked in in tea. Oh, okay. Bread soaked in tea is warm and wet. What's a conductor? It's
0: like a copper rod.
1: Bread soaked in tea is a conductor.
0: Oh, I see where you're going on this. I'm feeling
1: electric. You're bread soaked in tea. I'm like a lightning bolt. You're like bread soaked in tea.
0: Man, we've got a little, uh, we've got a Tesla coil on our hands, it sounds like. Wow.
1: You're actually doing hand motions. I'm shooting electricity. Oh, you're shooting electricity. The good news is, Jordan, the good news is, is that I have outfitted this room with lightning rods Benjamin Franklin's great invention to control lightning strikes so you will not be struck by lightning unless unless you wear like a World War 1 uh German helmet the kind with the the pointy part like the Kaiser sure. would wear.
0: Or I put one of the lightning rods in my mouth.
1: Yeah, well <laughs> you have been diddling around with that one lightning rod. Mm-hmm. Jordan, I'll tell you do you want to know why I'm feeling so good? Yeah, please. Because it's a, it's about this. I, we've been podcasting for a long time. Years. Yeah. Jordan. We've been monsters of podcasting for quite some time. Sure. But what's the thing? that confirms someone's commitment, someone's credibility, someone's uh, significance in a a given field? What's the thing that demonstrates more than any other uh, that you really are ready to shoot lightning bolts from your fingers? In this case, it would be metaphorically. Obviously, I'm literally shooting my my, my lightning bolts from my fingers. Oh, uh,
0: getting mentioned in Entertainment Weekly.
1: Right, but we haven't we haven't we haven't been mentioned in entertainment. We I mean, why would I bring up the one that we oh. haven't. I'm
0: Is there another one? I mean, that's basically all I can think of that lends uh, that that uh, grants someone credibility.
1: I was just going to say uh getting injured doing something
0: oh okay well that's something too yeah you have a, a podcasting related injury right
1: i guess it's no getting mentioned in entertainment weekly though i mean that's the i i was really excited about it
0: no i this i, I but no you have a podcast related injury maybe the first podcast related injury ever in the history of the medium right
1: i don't think anyone else has ever had a significant injury i mean we're talking about a I, i'm i'm looking here six inches by four inches yeah Red, blue, purple, green, all on my my hip.
0: I'm not sure what the I'm not sure what the feed order is going to be, but uh, during our live show in San Francisco, our live show with the monsters of podcasting, Jesse attempted an amazing stunt. I don't know. Attempted? Good. Would you say that you I succeeded? I uh,
1: completed the stunt. I s- completed the stunt. Okay. Absolutely. Jesse completed. Gr- I a gracefully stunt. completed a stunt.
0: Yeah. Uh, you can
1: tell the story i'll just make any corrections that sure are necessary. sure, that's fine uh
0: jesse uh, uh, uh attempted a stunt
1: elegantly completed a stunt on
0: a stage table
1: uh, flying across a stage table
0: uh breaking it in two and falling on the exploding
1: ground exploding it with my charisma sure and falling on the ground and falling on the okay, ground okay that yes.
0: part's correct okay <laughs>
1: falling very very hard
0: yeah, in front of a, the in front of a uh, live theater audience, um, including my mother, including your mother, and um, yeah, I think this might be the first ever recorded podcast injury.
1: There has no, no one has ever been injured podcasting before,
0: Jordan. No. This is an all-time first. Do you think the gals from Stuff You Missed in History class are, uh, are, are exerting their selves to the point of injury? You no. Think, uh-uh. You think
1: Grammar Girl has ever pulled a hamstring telling you what you're getting wrong in, in your
0: grammar Maybe the guy from Creative Screenwriting Magazine does chin-ups while he interviews the writer of Milk. He gets he gets strong when he
1: does that, but he doesn't hurt himself
0: I mean that's an easy way he stretches you can pull, first you can pull something. no he
1: stretches first oh, okay well, that's good all I'm saying, Jordan is that the podcasting landscape
0: yeah if you is, look out at this in action I have but filled with sedentary it is a desert Chubbalubs. it
1: is a desert of chubbalub <laughs> with a with a great bluff of me getting injured for my craft, Mm -hmm. towering out of the desert. It's like an Arizona-type scene. Mm -hmm. And you're one of those rabbits with the giant ear. You know the giant ear rabbits? You Uh, know those kind of rabbits I'm talking about? It has a lot of ears. It has a big ear so it can collect or radiate out heat, Mm -hmm. you know, so it doesn't get overheated. Sure. So you're one of those. I'm this grand, beautiful bluff, like this mountain bluff. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and probably the other monsters of podcasting are those kind of saguaro cactuses. The you look nice today, guys, are those kind of saguaro cactuses where it looks kind of like a guy with his arm, like one arm up and one arm down, like he's doing muscle moves. Oh, sure. And they're just showing off their muscles. And then all the people at the Eureka Theater, um, those are those little lizards. Those colored lizards. Oh, they got the hot feet. Yeah. Hot feet.
0: Hot, hot,
1: hot feet. Hot feet. And then actual the world of actual media <clears> is buzzards cir- circling around our heads.
0: Yeah. Waiting to pick our corpses clean.
1: That's called painting a picture. I just painted a picture, Jordan.
0: You did, and it's very clear what you're talking about. Yeah, I'm, I'm talking about... I'm glad you did that. It I'm, definitely made things more clear instead of more confusing. I'm
1: talking about getting a severe bruise, Jordan. Sure. Bat- becoming badly Wild bruised podcasting. while podcasting. I climbed up on that table, Jordan. Is that cool or sad? It's both. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it depends who you're talking to. I'd say ninety eight percent of the time it's sad because mm-hmm. somebody's going to be like, "What's podcasting?"
0: <laughs> sure.
1: Or they're going to say, uh, "They're going to say I got an iPod for Christmas, but I don't know how to put music on it." Right. That's what somebody usually tells me when I tell them I do podcasting. <laughs> so oh, I got an iPod for Christmas, but I don't know how to put music on it." Yeah. They just use it to, you know, prop up a, a wobbly table. Well, you just
0: you use the, you know, five or ten preloaded songs on it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's like a
0: Beethoven song, <laughs> and then uh, maybe something from the Brazilian girls. The Plain White Tees. Sure, Plain White Tees is on One there. One Plain White Tees record on there. Yeah, and then you look at the preloaded pictures, there's like a you know mountain landscape
1: i got some really nice landscapes with my Zoom. did you get any nice like
0: yeah i did i got some nice landscapes um i got a you get dave brubeck songs on there
1: sure yeah. absolutely like
0: take five it's not take five it's a wow. it's a lesser brubeck song
1: there there are only two kinds of brubeck songs take five and and
0: his his entire rest of his body <laughs> of work yeah exactly
1: well, Jordan, I think that I have demonstrated my bona fides as they
0: say. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm the new star of the show. I appreciate you sticking around. Um, do I I mean, do I have to like cop to that? Am I going to have to hurt myself worse or do something more spectacular if I want to like, you know, stay in the game?
1: Yeah, I mean, you have a lot to live up to. Sure. I look, Jordan, I love having you here. You're a good friend of mine. Mm-hmm. I'm willing to let you drag down the show for a little while. Okay. Just because we have such a long history together. No, thank you. I
0: mean, that's nice. I mean, if it was somebody else, I'm sure they would just be out of here. And so. I
1: know that you really care about um, you, you really care about the show, mm-hmm. um, and about charity, your charity efforts, your charity sure. work. Um, it's
0: more of like it's more like awareness raising. I don't like actually collect money. I just, you know, let people know about stuff.
1: Exactly. What's going on. Exactly. And so I'm giving you a pass for now. Thank you. You've got about 45 minutes. Oh, wow. uh, Of on-air time to uh, see what you can pull out of your hat. Metaphorically speaking. Sure. Will it be one of those rabbits with the giant ears? Again, metaphorically speaking. If I could take this opportunity to complicate the metaphor a little bit. Yeah. Just throwing it out there.
0: Does it have to be do I actually have to hurt myself, or can I just do something comparably amazing?
1: Uh, I'd prefer that you hurt yourself. Sure. Just because then I don't have to hurt you. Yeah. Uh, He's but,
0: probably going to come to that.
1: But if you do something comparably amazing, I, you know, it certainly would buy buy you time. Okay. Let me put it that way. It would buy you time. Okay. Well, that's
0: what I'm looking for at this point. Just as on borrowed time as it is.
1: Just as if the rabbit confuses the coyote, Mm -hmm. it buys him time. Hot feet. Hot feet. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan, Jesse going, Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart.
0: Jordan Morris, boy detective.
1: Jordan, we don't talk a lot about um, the charity work that we do.
0: No. I mean, In the past, kind we of, haven't. It would kind of be kind of a dick move, but you, we're a little strapped for content this week. Obviously,
1: so. we, don't, we don't do the charity work for the recognition that it brings. Yeah. A lot of people, I mean, we get a lot of recognition from it. Sure. Um... We're legends among the homeless, mm-hmm. among the Hmong community. Sure, uh, you know displaced sick, Laotian people,
0: sick dogs.
1: Uh, absolutely. Where, where? If you ask go, seriously, this is like a challenge to sure. the audience. Go out and find a sick dog. Ask him if he's ever heard of Jordan Morris. One bark for yes, two barks for no. You're going you know, how many barks you're gonna get, Jordan? The yes number. Yeah, one bark exactly. A single bark. Because you are like, have you ever seen this show, uh, All Creatures Great and Small? I haven't. I'm too busy helping sick dogs to watch TV. There you go. Exactly. My point, exactly. Anyway, what we really like to focus on, and I think this is probably the most important part of doing charity work, of helping others. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of people will suggest to you, erroneously, that direct service is what's most important. Sure. Um, And certainly there is, I guess, a place for direct service. I guess... Yeah,
0: who are we to say, you know, do away with it?
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, the the Lord looks kindly on all good works, I think is in the Bible. Mm -hmm. So certainly direct service is something that can happen, And we're not going to prevent it from happening. Mm -hmm. But we try and focus on the important part of doing charitable work. That's awareness raising. Right. If I learned anything in my four years at the University of California at Santa Cruz, is that one of the greatest problems that we face as a people, as a nation, is ignorance. Sure.
0: Ignorance of things that we should be aware of. Yeah, lack of awareness.
1: Too many people... It's a disease. Too many people spend their time gaining in-depth understanding of things... sure, ...or taking action on various subjects, matters, and issues... ...when they should be focusing on becoming aware of more things.
0: Here's... here's here's kind of someone's initial instinct when right. they when they hear about a problem right off a, the bat you know do something about it exactly. you know go go down to the homeless shelter and you know sweep up or organize uh you know go go down to your go down to your church and help reorganize their filing system we we want to say get rid of that impulse this is not about filing no Uh, this, here's, here's, I think the, yes, this, yes, awareness raising is harder. Right. It's, um, you know, more thankless.
1: Look, you have to do, you have to do serious work. You have to, uh, distribute, you have to write and distribute pamphlets.
0: You have to throw a party and book your friend's band.
1: You have to build a papier-mâché head of Ralph Nader.
0: You have to make a, a really, really cute t-shirt that's really, I mean, that's like, that's a cute, like something people would want to wear.
1: Not only that, you have to pay a markup yeah. on the t-shirt. Absolutely. That's the awareness raising markup. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're paying regular price, it's just a regular t-shirt. It's not going to raise any awareness.
0: You have to write a hip-hop poem.
1: Exactly. Performance these poetry. Are the
0: These are the brave... These are the the difficult things.
1: These are the real heroes. Sure. Imagine if more people had known about terrorism, September 11th might never have happened.
0: Yeah, absolutely. If only you, here's what you could do. You're like, "I'm just in a small town. You know, what can I do?" Uh, you know, there, there's a there's probably a local rock venue. Right. Rent it out. Get your friends' bands to play. Maybe uh, if if your if your your boyfriend is a comedian, he can do a set.
1: Jordan. Yeah. Look in my eyes here. Hm. There's one issue. Yeah. That is more pressing than any other. People talk about all these issues across our great nation. Sure. They talk about fish getting caught in submarines. Mm-hmm. They talk about hot air balloon collapses. They talk about. I guess there's other problems. Those are the main ones I focus on. Sometimes McDonald's will catch fire. This is the kind of stuff that you hear people talking about every day. Mm -hmm. But there's one issue that people are afraid to talk about. One issue that people are terrified to talk about. One issue that needs not just an awareness-raising campaign, but a symbol, a powerful symbol... That will allow people... It's sort of like you have to give people permission. Yeah. You know what I mean? You've got to give people permission to talk about it. That's MaximumFun.org, our website. Sure. Jordan, what do you see in my hand here?
0: It's a, uh, it's a length of ribbon.
1: Would you describe the color as a like a, a darkish teal? Yeah. It's probably, you know, dark to mid-dark. Now, okay. I'm going to cut off a little length of this ribbon Mm -hmm. now I just want you to right now it just looks like some ribbon I bought at the craft store in Glendale yeah but if I do a simple twist with the ribbon Mm -hmm. what do you see now
0: Uh, I see a powerful symbol of hope sure
1: powerful symbol of hope
0: yeah and strength awareness sure
1: this is the darkish teal ribbon for maximumfun.org awareness Mm -hmm. right here it's a length of ribbon. You can wear it on your lapel. You can tie it around your finger. Yeah. You can wear it on your dong. Mm hmm. You can put it in your car window. You can glue it to your face. Sure. Run it through your nose. If you have one of those nose piercings, it goes through your, what's that called? Your septum? Yeah. I think that's called your septum. You can use it as dental floss. Yeah. If you're flossing publicly.
0: Why not? What this ribbon is Cuz people are looking at you. If you're flossing publicly, people are looking at you. You might as well say something.
1: What this ribbon with
0: that with that floss.
1: What this ribbon is is a powerful symbol of a, rais- a raising awareness of maximumfund.org of Jordan Jesse Go, of The Sound of Young America, of sure. the Kasper Hauser comedy <clears throat> <clears throat> podcast, of The Forum. Of all of these things that there are literally every day, Jordan, every day that you don't do anything, one billion children are not aware of maximumfund.org. Children in Africa, children in Asia, even in Appalachia, right here in the United States of mm-hmm. America. Sure,
0: absolutely. They know it's, t- it's you know it's, it's people don't want to think that you know their own countrymen are unaware of maximumfund.org, but it's true they are. What and can... sorry, sorry if that bursts your happy little suburban bubble. Your everything is o- is fine because Obama's president bubble. Sorry, just
1: because uh, racism is over does not mean the, that ignorance yeah is over. Exactly. Jordan, just because we ha- just because Aretha Franklin
0: wears one nice hat doesn't mean. Do you follow me, Jordan? Uh, no, I yeah. It couldn't be any easier to follow. I am seriously about to cry.
1: I seriously have tears in my mind that are probably going to come out of my face. You know, you should uh you should
0: save that for our uh for our big uh awareness themed fondue party that we're going to have. My friend's band's going to play.
1: We need help, Jordan. We can't do this ourselves. Yeah. We can help. Jordan, you can help all the sick do- sick dogs in America yourself. Yeah. My well, plan to, you know? Mhm. I can help renovate theme parks myself. Mm -hmm. We can work on important issues, but this is an issue that's bigger than each of us. The only way we can meet the demands of this issue is is if we work on it. All of us. Yes. Not each of us, Jordan. All of us. Let's talk a little bit about what kind of stuff we're going to do. Number one, Brian the intern. A very good intern has created a set of buttons featuring the darkish teal ribbon for maximum fun awareness. Now, before there's any confusion, I know what you're thinking. My mother, my sister, I suffered from ovarian cancer. The teal ribbon symbolizes ovarian cancer. Yes, the teal ribbon does. This is the darkish teal ribbon. It's a different
0: kind of it's a, teal, a totally it, it's different It's a little teal. darker. I don't think when you see it, you'll be confused.
1: No, you'll see it and you'll know right away. Oh, that's away. not
0: ovarian cancer. Exactly.
1: Yeah, it's a, yeah. Okay, so thing. you can put it on your internet website. That's the e-presence portion. Sure. But I want to know, what are you going to do to raise awareness in the public? Are you going to hold an event? Probably should. How about a stitching bitch? That's fun. I want awareness-raising stitchin' bitch. Mm-hmm. How about that, Jordan? Make some pillow covers. What are you going to make? Are you going to
0: make something? Yeah. With the darkish teal ribbon on it? Is it, it going to be cute? Because if it's ugly, people aren't going to look at it. No, and then it's going to aware- lower their, their awareness. Their awareness won't be raised.
1: I'm throwing this out as a challenge. Okay. Look, we've put some ribbons on the internet. If you send me a self-addressed stamped envelope at seven twenty South Normandy Avenue, number five twelve, Los Angeles, California nine triple zero five, mm-hmm. an address that's on the website if you click on about, sure I'll send you an actual physical ribbon. But it's about taking the next step here, sure. Jordan. If this isn't this isn't some bullshit where you can get away with with doing nothing. Yeah, this isn't some bullshit where you can get away with with just you know duplicating something on your blog changing your avatar on Facebook to the blue ribbon, you know?
0: Yeah. That's great. We want to know what are you going to do? How are you going to get out there in public? And how are you going to involve your friend's band?
1: Are you going to screen print t-shirts?
0: Are you going to make an eyeglass cozy Mm
1: -hmm. for your eyeglasses? It's like a tea cozy, but it's for you to keep your eyeglasses warm. Sure. So you don't want the top of your ears to get cold. Yeah. I'm throwing it out there, Jordan. Mm Mm-hmm. Let us know what you're doing, 206 fun You know, that's the number. Uh, Jordan Jesse Go at MaximumFun.org, at maximum fun dot Org. That's our email address. You know, we have a forum here. There's already a thread on the forum. People are already committing themselves to the darkest teal ribbon for Maximum Fun Awareness.
0: <sighs> are you going to uh, wear the ribbon at the upcoming Oscars telecast?
1: Exactly. Who is going to wear the ribbon? Yeah. You know, sure, sure, Bill Hader. You wore your Sound of Young America t-shirt under a jacket in the Saturday Night Live intro one year. Sure, Tom Lennon, you've been wearing your Sound of Young America t-shirt around town.
0: Um, Sure, celebrities, you've done something, but are you really raising awareness? Yeah, let's take a minute to talk specifically to the celebrities. If you're not a celebrity, go ahead and fast forward. Turn it down for a second. Yeah.
1: Celebrities, this is a great opportunity to improve your standing in the the world scene. Mm Mm-hmm. You could become uh, like a Pele, a hero the world around. <laughs> Pele? Is it pronounced <laughs> Pele?
0: Haven't heard about Pele in a
1: while. <laughs> like a Pele. Somebody that people really care about, Jordan. Like a Pele, for example. You know what I mean? Ooh, my headphones came out. Oh, Christ. Well, I guess that's as good a note as any to end this thing on, huh? 206-984-4Fun is the number to call. Go at MaximumFun.org. <laughs> Jordan, you're just poking it at the board. You're not putting it in the slot. It's, what are you doing, Jordan? You're you're just you're just making a mockery of this entire process. There it
0: goes. I just want to speak specifically to Odette Yestman.
1: Okay, Odette right Yestman.
0: You're the new it girl. Yeah, sure. The unborn was huge. Right. Cloverfield was huge.
1: Absolutely. You've had
0: several Maxim spreads. Sure. Now's the time. People want to know who is this girl. What does she stand for? Is she one of those Scientologists? Is she, you know, is she into AIDS? Is she into sick dogs? No, you're you not. You know what That's I'd like thing. to see?
1: You know what I'd like to see? Hmm. I'd like to see a starlet, yeah, with pierced nipples. Okay. And I'd like there to be a bluish, darkish teal ribbon mm-hmm. somehow incorporated into that. Right, maybe a nice lingerie.
0: I don't know. Yesman, balls in your court.
1: We're putting it in your court. Yeah, can we open it back up to America?
0: Oh sure, yeah. Okay, you can start listening now if you're not famous.
1: You can America start listening again. The time to do this is now. Look,
0: I if it's if this is about prizes, I'll send out prizes.
1: I don't give a shit. All right, fine. I've got fucking prizes here. We've got them. We got CDs and shit. I don't even know what... I got a cabinet full of crap that I don't want. I'll send it to
0: you. I've got Fuel TV swag bags to send out.
1: Make this happen, okay?
0: This is... It's now or never.
1: You know? It's like the last polar bear. You know what I mean? If it gets eaten by a
0: salmon, we're all out of luck. Mm Mm-hmm. Our children, our children won't be able to enjoy polar bears. Look, if you need a ribbon, God knows I've enjoyed polar bears. Send for me send, years.
1: send me a self-addressed stamped envelope. If you need the graphics, you can find them on the message board or on the blog uh, right now. Um, but ultimately, this is about what what can you do for us? Sure. You know what I mean? This is about making a building a movement. And movements come from awareness. And if you end, if you want to have and awareness.
0: If you want to have a MaximumFun.org dot org gala ball. Sure, we will.
1: I've got a if ball. If it's cam. a good,
0: if it's a good clientele, if it's a good, cute clientele, Jesse and I will show up in person and give some sort of commencement speech. If it's not, you know, if it's not cute, if the people are like sixes or sevens. Then we'll do something via satellite. Yeah. We'll give it absolutely. We'll a videotaped address.
1: We'll use Ustream.tv. We don't care. Sure. Yeah. I'll wear a tuxedo.
0: So, yeah, just let us know, you know, where and when the ball is happening and, like, how how cute you anticipate the uh, uh, the attendees to be. Yeah. Six, you know, five to seven videotaped address. Between, if most people are between a 7 and a 10, then we'll be there in person. Under
1: 5, we'll send a note. We're glad to I send happy a note. To,
0: we'll both sign it. I'll sign it.
1: I'll, I'll have Brian sign it, with sure. my, but with my name. Yeah. So there you go. It's it, we're, we're making a movement, Jordan. Yeah. At the end of the day, that's what this is about. Building a movement is about awareness. Sure. It's like Che always said, a movement is made up of one thing, awareness. Mm-hmm. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. <laughs> It's Jordan Jesse Go I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart Jordan Morris Boy Detective Oh man we're living the life Jordan Yeah here we are it's a Currently. beautiful Sunday here mm-hmm. in Los Angeles everybody else is digging in. A, my my uh, my friend at Public Radio International Heidi she's my contact at Public Radio International mm-hmm. apparently she's got a, a this is a a, a, a middle aged woman has to climb on the roof of her house and dig a channel through the ice. And then put Ugh. nylons filled with rock salt into the channel
0: or something. Doesn't she know that sunny Los Angeles exists?
1: I know. Tell me about it. Here we are. Let sipping, her know so she can sipping, move here. We're sipping pina coladas. Mm-hmm. You know, we got we got a uh, we we got those little. You know, a drink comes with an umbrella. You put it behind your ear.
0: Oh yeah, that's well, us right now. As a signal that you're ready to party.
1: Absolutely. <laughs>
0: Uh, speaking of ready to party, right. I had I, I this has been on my mind for a while and I just wanted to open it. it up to the community at large.
1: Absolutely. We got tens of thousands of people, not to mention all the new people who are becoming aware of maximumfun.org mm-hmm. thanks to our efforts. If
0: everybody's doing their job. Come on. Um Okay, so I uh, y- you and I sure. college, UC Santa Cruz,
1: UCSC.
0: I think you could a very standard college town. It has, the you know, maybe a little more hippy-dippy than most, but kind of, you know, yeah. it has all the conventions of the college town. A lot I think, of
1: bookstores and hummus.
0: Sure. Uh, and one of the big, you know, the big, the always the struggles or the dynamics in the college town seems to be college kids v. townies.
1: Yeah, sure. There's Locals.
0: A, there's the people who live there and don't go to college there, which is a little weird. Mm-hmm. And then there's the, you know... Then there's the, the 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 college set, and there's sure. always some kind of odd, awkwardness when these two worlds smack into each other. Absolutely. Um, my senior year, I I lived with some friends uh, from uh, KZSC, our college radio station, back where we used to do the Sound of Young America back in the
1: college years. Sure. Available free in iTunes.
0: Um, and uh, and and the two of the it was kind of a big kind of old Victorian style house, and and you know five of us from the radio station lived there and 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 three of these were you, you had you a fry just, daddy if i recall yeah we had a fry daddy we had a communal fry daddy sure um for frying for frying and um and, and three of these were uh these were you know what we just got me cute indie rock girls yeah
1: absolutely were, were,
0: adorable sure absolutely and uh they always had they had this experience where uh they would be kind of walking home and there would be, um, one particular townie, uh, on his porch and he would be, you know, he would be drinking on the porch, um, and he would always try and get them to come and drink with him, um, and he would kind of use this technique where he would say something like, um, um... Greetings lovely madams can i interest thou in some libations that have been known to impair the judgment and kind of the quality of all of these all of these requests where they were kind of in this verbose kind of histrionic maybe like half shakespearean half just bombastic like like he would just use these you know these kind of this flowery flowery language to say, come have a drink with me, and I think this, I feel like I've I run into this a lot. This, um, this coaxing into partying by using this kind of dumb, half Shakespearean speak way. This you know, um, you when know, you when they should be using gr- a completely different speak some way. Some gr- some grog for milady <laughs> looking you know, looking lovely in her accoutrement.
1: <laughs> do you think this is a characteristic of people who have only interacted with females
0: in Ultima Online? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know. And I I feel like this needs a name. Okay. And, and this isn't exclusively Fat Townies. Yeah, that's what's that's about This amazing is like, I've it. seen dudes in bars do this. I've seen, you know, I've seen dudes at house parties do this, like... Yeah, yeah, just the, the, you know, a round of drinks for the lovely maidens who have come to forget the troubles of the workaday, you know, like, a stop it. A roofie for a m'lady? Sure. But I, more specifically, I feel like this needs a name. This practice needs a name. This
1: bizarre false courtliness?
0: Yeah, right.
1: That's sort of designed to cover up for the awkwardness of offering to buy someone a drink? Sure. What kind of, you or
0: in this guy's case, hand someone a drink that's in a styrofoam cooler <laughs> on your porch next to your kite board.
1: <laughs> Wait, what's a kite board? It's, a, it's
0: just a surfboard that's pulled by a kite. What? Yeah.
1: That's not real. Yeah,
0: it's real. It's a surfboard that's pulled by a kite? Yeah is this some kind of extreme sport? Uh this is something that maybe the extreme sports community looks at as a little bit silly. Because it's so it's so
1: ridiculous. Yeah. That even the extreme sports community They like really? It's not like that skateboard that's powered by a jack in the box.
0: <laughs> I don't know what that is, but but no, it doesn't sound. It's a surfboard powered by a kite.
1: So in other words, what we're looking for here is a name for this phenomenon. Yeah. It's the phenomenon of uh, the absurdly complex invitation.
0: Right, right. It's even hard to talk about. It's even kind of hard to... I mean, it's a phenomenon, and I feel like people... This has happened to everybody, or everybody's heard this, or, you know... God forbid, maybe even done it. But I don't... Yeah, I just don't know what to call it, or how to... Because it seems to be rampant. Well, action item, what is that called? Yeah. And how about this
1: for another action item? This is a double action item story, I think. Here's the second action item. What is the strangest experience you've had with a townie?
0: Yeah.
1: In college, whether you're in college now uh, or you've graduated from college and, and you had this experience, what was the weird experience you had in a college town with a townie? And what is the name of this bizarre practice that goes on? Not just with townies, of course. Sure. That's why we can I split mean, townies, this into two action items. Townies
0: frequently do it.
1: Yeah, absolutely, because there's college chicks around all the time. Mm-hmm. They're, they're really excited about that. 206-984-4 Fun is our uh, telephone number. 206-9804-4 984 U N spells fun. Sure. Am I right, Jordan, or am I right? That spell fun. Okay, well, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Jordan. How to try this on for size. Two sponsors this week. Wow. 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 You can sponsor Jordan Jesse Go if you're out there and you want to sponsor Jordan Jesse Go. You can. You can do it for one episode. You can do it for two episodes. You can do it for a month. You can do it for six months.
0: Yeah. This show can be all yours. Surprisingly affordable. Hey, are we willing to tack on Something Something Presents Jordan Jesse Go?
1: Yeah. For the right price. For the right price, we would be glad to. Yeah. We're not going to put it in iTunes. No. We'll put it on the we'll blog, it, though. though. We'll yeah, say absolutely. it, Yeah, of course. Look.
0: How, how does this sound? Yeah. Hardee's presents Jordan Jesse Go.
1: I don't like Hardee's.
0: Uh, for the right price, you do.
1: Can we do Arby's?
0: Oh, yeah, we can definitely do. I, I mean, I might do Arby's gratis.
1: Those are some good sandwiches. Oh,
0: come on. Are you kidding?
1: Inexpensive.
0: Oh, absolutely inexpensive. They got two sauce choices as well. So great value. You got uh, barbecue and horsey sauce. I'll do Hardee's. Just do Hardee's, man. I'll do Hardee's. It's not going to kill you. So they ya. don't have horsey sauce. So what? Big deal. You know what I mean? They have a burger with onion rigs on it, I think.
1: Can I bring up the issue of horses? Yes. Uh, one of our sponsors, Night and Day Studios. <clears throat> yes. They make iPhone games. One of the best iPhone games, uh, at least one of the best iPhone, g- iPhone games I've ever heard of, is one of their games, Peekaboo Barn. Mm-hmm. Now, Jordan, I know what you're saying. I know exactly what happens. No, you don't, Jordan. Here's what happens, okay? You see a barn jumping up and down. Then you hear an animal noise coming from inside the barn. Mm -hmm. What animal is in the barn? You tap the barn to find out what the animal is. Then, once you go through ten different animals, the animals do what? They have a party in the barn.
0: Wow. This all happens on your iPhone or iPad
1: touch? It's called Peekaboo Barn, Jordan. It's for children and adults who love animals. Wow. That's not the only thing they offer, Jordan. Mm-hmm. You know how much this thing costs? Two dollars, Jordan. $2 what? for That's all that it? fun.
0: I know! Tell me about it! Jeez. Wh- okay, Jordan. Why aren't you buying it now?
1: Jordan, let, let's say you love uh, the magazine Mental Floss. Sure. You know this magazine? It's like, uh, it's like What You Didn't Know kind of magazine, okay? Yeah, yeah. Uh, they have a trivia game developed by this studio that is called Big Fat Lies. There are... 500 lies. You can play with up to four players. There are sample questions that you can view before you even buy the game. (laughs)
0: It's $2! Jeez Louise, sounds like this is an endless uh, source of cocktail party conversation as well.
1: Jordan, look at me in my eyes. Yeah. What happens when a classic comedian makes a joke?
0: I mean, it goes down in joke history.
1: Jordan, what do you hear... When a truly great comic makes a truly great joke... No, uproarious laughter. Besides laughter... Applause. And applause...
0: People wh- saying that was a good joke. The
1: comedian has a band. That's a hint. The comedian has a band...
0: Oh, Rimshot.
1: Rimshot Pro. For $1. $1. Huh? $1 American. You can go into the iTunes store, search for Rimshot Pro... You get a program that will generate a rim shot for any joke, no matter how good or bad. All you have to have is your iPhone or iPod Touch. You press the button, you get a rim shot. It doesn't matter if it's a.
0: It That's doesn't matter how bad the joke it's is. It's worth Jordan. so much more than a buck.
1: This is it's, it's an amazing, amazing, amazing situation that we're looking at here, and we would like to really, personally, mm-hmm. directly thank these folks and just check out peekaboo barn check out big fat lies check out rimshot pro you know this is amazing amazing work from night and day studios now i may have mentioned that we have two sponsors this Mm -hmm. week jordan The second sponsor is a podcast created by our very own Pod Thinker. Colin Marshall writes the Pod Thoughts column on MaximumFun.org. Once a week, Mm -hmm. uh, he reviews a podcast. It's just our way of helping people get some understanding of what's out there in the podcast universe. Since I feel like, you know, it's not a lot of good, you know, guides to the world of podcasts. You might want to discover something about what you're about. So we we got uh, got Colin, who's a, a journalist down in Southern California, to take care of this for us. Now, Colin's also an active member on our forum. Mm-hmm. They were talking about different stuff they could do, the different maximum funsters were kicking back and forth ideas. They yeah. came up with a great idea. Mm-hmm. It's a book club podcast. Uh, it's called Barely Literate. Okay, Barely Literate. You can check it out at colinmarshallradio.com. What it is is a roundtable uh, discussion. Uh, between maximum funsters about a new book every week they're always they're they're happy to have new panelists but they're also always looking for people to read the books discuss them with them on the maximum fun forum check out the podcast wow. everybody's skyping in it sounds great they're talking about books they're talking about comics they're talking about all kind a new cool book every episode on the barely literate podcast i think this is a fantastic idea i'm very yeah, proud absolutely look even a maximum funster tiny folk Wrote the theme music for it. What? It's is a collaboration project. Jeez. This is what the internet's all about. People from all over the world collaborating. A collab to talk about Ender's Game. Mm-hmm. You know what I
0: mean? Yeah. That's what the internet's
1: for. Specifically to discuss. I don't know if they've actually discussed. They did. They are discussing Snow Crash on this week's book. So there Great. you go. Snow Crash. Right. Uh, the the podcast is called Barely Literate. Um, if you're interested in sponsoring Jordan Jesse, go. You can email me Jesse at maximumfun.org. Uh, and you know we'll work out the we'll work out terms. You get a discount if you do more than one week. By the way, Jordan, yeah. discount involved. Mm-hmm. Okay, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse go. Love you, love
2: you, love you.
1: It's Jordan Jesse Go I'm Jesse Thorn America's radio sweetheart.
0: Jordan Morris boy detective.
1: Jordan, it's been so long since we've been on the air. It's literally been several weeks. Yes. As long as several weeks. Maybe even t- 2 weeks. Yeah. 3 weeks?
0: I can't even. It's I mean it's between 1 and 4. We missed a week cuz we were both out of town. Mm-hmm.
1: And Then we did the Monsters of Podcasting. Sure. And then we didn't get back the Monsters of Podcasting audio in time to put it up before this weekend. This isn't gonna
0: go out for another day or two. I'm I'm confused now.
1: All I'm saying, Jordan, hmm. is that I had to screen sixty-five phone calls this wow. morning. Wow. Sixty-five telephone calls had piled up, and that was without any significant action items.
0: How many of you how many of them would you say were listenable? Very few. Sure. Even some of the ones I'm gonna
1: play are borderline unlistenable. But yeah. you know,
0: that's just how it works. Yeah. That's the
1: power of user-generated content, Jordan. It's mostly bad. Um, we have uh, one of my favorite segments on the show, and it's probably one of your favorite segments on the show, uh, too, is a segment called Jordan Was Wrong. Now, oh,
0: yeah, that is a fave. This this is, I do like that.
1: This is a segment where uh, listeners call in to tell us that Jordan
0: was wrong about Although something. Although people—here's the thing. Here's the thing with Jordan Jordan makes is a lot now. of mistakes. Here's the thing with Jordan is wrong. Oh, Granted, um, I've made some factual— Errors when talking about something, and I'm happy to accept my mistakes. But people are like people are getting trigger happy with this. They're like saying I'm wrong when I'm joking. Jordan
1: confuses the Green Lantern with with the Green Arrow a lot. Um, A lot of the kind of mistakes. Anyway, let's let's
2: take a listen to this. Let's take a lesson.
1: Let's take a lesson.
2: Hey, JJ, go. This is Adam from Brooklyn. Um, I would like to make a contribution to the Jordan made a mistake um, pile. Uh, he Wouldn't sang call it a the Adams Family song when I believe he was trying to make a pun about the monsters. Um So
0: that's that. All right. Have a good one. Later, dude. Okay, this is case in point. That was a joke. That was yeah. a joke. Uh-huh. Yeah. Here's the thing. Here's okay. Here's here's the joke. Yeah, if people thanks. don't if people don't remember it. I was doing Trader Joe's reviews. That's
1: what Dan Rather said about those uh, forged Air Force documents about George Bush, Jordan.
0: No, here's the—okay, th- I was making—okay, uh, so, so to review the Trader Joe's sliced Munster Cheese, I hummed the Adams Family theme song and then said, right. I love Munster Cheese. The, the joke was that I picked a different monster-themed black-and-white sitcom— Jordan, that font, same. that font it's didn't not, even exist like the at the Munsters time. The Munster cheese joke is an obvious one to make, and I flipped it by picking a different 50s monster-themed sitcom. So fucking, Jordan, I can't believe I'm getting shit for this.
1: Good news for you. Okay, I'll let you occasionally fill in host on 60 Minutes too. That's okay. the compromise. How about that?
0: Fair enough. You're not the anchor anymore. Do people don't people don't tell, you know, when. When uh, uh Mark Curry is making his joke about how people while Jordan. white people walk in a square way, people Jordan. don't call him and say, you know, that's that that would be an inefficient way to walk. No, that's an exaggerated Jordan. version.
1: What? Don't bring Mark Curry into this. I'm
0: sorry. I just got defensive.
1: That guy's a true school Oakland Raider. He's a ghetto so-and-so from the Eastmont Mall, okay?
0: Really, did you people not get that joke? Really? Really, did people think that was an actual mistake?
1: <sighs> you, can't just, you can't just use the big dank defense every time. Yeah.
0: Keep a little time for the child within you.
2: Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart, and I'm Jordan Morris, boy detective, this is Jordan, Jesse, go! Quotas, tricycles, ice cream, candy, lollipops, popsicles, licorice sticks, Solomon, brandy, raggedy, andy, tweedledum and tweedledee and home free.
1: You know what we need? A new segment on the show called Guy Who Called In Is Wrong. because His name is Solomon Grundy. Yeah. Give me a break. Although,
0: if that guy was joking, if that guy was trying to make a joke. What's the joke there, Jordan? What's the joke? Well, I'm granted it's not as good a joke as saying a different black and white themed monster show.
1: The black theme of white. the shows is not the, the it's maybe in black it was. And white. Maybe all it was. shows were in black and white at the time. Yeah, Jordan. well, it was
0: part of the theme.
1: Look, this guy Which had was... an actual question, so I'm giving him a pass this time. He can host 60 Minutes too.
2: Hey guys, this is yep. up in Pennsylvania. That's what I always do when I'm listening to your podcast in my car. I was wondering, you haven't done any personal questions in a while, so Jesse, I was wondering if you could explain anything about why it seems like you pretty much only like rap, and to go go further by usually sort of dismissing what I think might be called uh, backpacker, hip-hop, or that kind of thing that uh, middle-class white kids usually like, and uh, I I think it's interesting because most of the details about your life seem like totally the opposite of... uh, culture of, of the rap that you talk about liking. Uh, your other interests don't really fit with it too much. To me, it seems like it'd be sort of like if uh, a black guy who worked in a car wash and played a lot of pickup basketball, like almost only polka, and specifically polka by authentic Polish bands. And Jordan, do you have any questions or thoughts yourself about why Jesse seems to only like rap?
1: Thanks. Uh, bye. Now, Jordan, you're a you're great you're a great friend of mine. You know, sure. you were you are in my uh, my wedding party. Mm-hmm. You uh, uh, made a toast at my wedding. Sure,
0: planned your fucking bachelor party. Planned
1: my bachelor party.
0: Your fucking bachelor party.
1: Um, I I feel like I I should. You probably know me better than I know myself. <sighs> yeah, I, I thought I would just let you. You have this opportunity just to let this guy know. I was just sort of like how how I you know how I roll. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, uh, yeah, Jesse smokes a lot of crack. Yeah. So, you know, that's, Jordan, I mean, what no. music, what music no. do you find Jordan. more lyrics about crack smoking?
1: Jordan. What? I smoke a lot of crack, but I don't, it's not why.
0: No, I was just, just assumed. It's,
1: it's not just causal. Like... Hmm. Do you know the difference between correlation and causation, Jordan? Mm. Just because I smoke a lot of crack... And I listen to a lot of rap music. Doesn't mean that I listen to rap music because I smoke crack. Hmm.
0: I'm sorry. Again, I guess that was a specious reasoning on my part. Jordan. I'm sorry.
1: I grew up as an inner city youth. Sure. Now, granted, I was a square inner city youth. It was (laughs) typically called a faggot. Sure. Um, And frequently mugged. I'm not going to say frequently mugged.
0: You have... What Periodically, is, can you count the times you've been mugged on both hands?
1: Yeah, I think I've I've only been uh, honestly in my childhood. I was only actually mugged six to eight times. Okay, you know, with weapons and stuff.
0: Yeah, but what about a shakedown?
1: Mm, these, are, these are these are
0: weapon based shakedowns. Okay,
1: I think I wasn't. I think the thing is, is I you know, ultimately, I I was a legitimate inner city youth in the sense that I only had two dollars. Mm-hmm. You know, through my entire childhood. I don't think I was probably 16 before I had more than $2 at a given time. Sure. So I think that there wasn't any value in consistently shaking me down. I didn't have any rich kid stuff. No Game Boy. Mm -hmm. Couldn't afford a Game Gear. I did have a Lynx that a rich guy I knew gave me. Mm -hmm. Because he got a Game Gear that actually had games for it. Yeah, yeah. Um, But I didn't carry that around. I wasn't an idiot. So.
0: Yeah, you play your links alone in your room.
1: Yeah, exactly. You play clacks. Sure. Clack, 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 clack. That was my impression of clacks.
0: Yeah, sure. You just uh, you go under your sheet with yep. a flashlight and you play California games.
1: <laughs> I wanted California games, but I couldn't find it or afford it.
0: It came with the links.
1: Really? I didn't have it. Yeah, I so had, I guess
0: if the guy I
1: think mine came with clacks. I don't think you can buy I think, California no, I games think mine on, came so. with.
0: I think mine came with clacks. I don't. I could be wrong. I could. Yeah, this might be another, no. This isn't a joke. I actually think the California games came with links. So if you want to correct me on that, feel free. But I'm not.
1: Here's the here's the moral of this story. Mm-hmm. I Jesse am an inner city youth. Okay. Who uh, went to uh, uh, private school in, in in elementary and middle school, but on scholarship. On scholarship, and then only became a middle class person around the age of fifteen or sixteen. Uh, when my mom got a, a full-time teaching job. Uh, before that, she had been in, in graduate school. Before that, she worked in retail. So there you go. That's the story of me, Jordan.
0: Does that explain, that doesn't really explain why you like hip-hop, though.
1: No, I like it because it's better. Oh, okay. It sounds better. It's not all jangly. Yeah. It's not a bunch of... This is how rock and roll sounds to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, honestly what it is Jordan, like my mom my like my mom's probably favorite musical artist is probably like uh I say James Brown and Nina Simone, probably top 2. Sure. My dad's favorites would probably be James
0: Brown and Ray Charles. And you don't have to like you don't have to like live the lifestyle of something to like it. Yeah,
1: exactly. Like
0: yeah, hey, you know, you can like a you can like sports but not like play a lot. I like The Godfather. Sure, yeah. I
1: enjoyed The Godfather. That's a good example. I I like sports, but you you don't see me playing a lot of sports. No, oh, yeah. No, sir. I think it's perfectly... You can follow
0: professional sports without playing the sports.
1: There was a time when I listened to rock and roll music that was, you know, everybody goes through this 10, 11-year-old period when you're trying to figure out what you're interested in. Mm-hmm. I just got to say, I really like, I liked the Diggable Planet CD mm-hmm. and the Michelle and Degga CD a lot better than I liked the Jimi Hendrix CD and the Red Hot Chili Peppers Blood Sugar Sex Magic. <laughs> That's what it comes down to. Yeah. At the end of the day, those are CDs that I, you know, purchased for myself or, or got as a gift. And, you know, one of them fit with my previous listening interest, which was the Michael Jackson album, Dangerous. It was pretty much all I listened to until I was about 10. And uh you know that's how it breaks that's how it breaks down, yeah, I mean Jordan you're not uh uh you're not just you're not some kind of like uh middle class uh slightly dorky guy from uh Southern California just cause you like ska
0: oh I, I am you know what I, I mean am that. that's a case where someone lives the lifestyle of their oh. interest, but that's not always the case, not always the case.
1: shall we just listen to the next call yeah.
0: Hi, Jordan,
2: Jesse Goh. This is Emily from Ohio. Um, I have a momentous occasion. Um, Back in March, I wrote in about um, whether or not I should move to L.A., and the two of you convinced me to move to L.A. I moved on Tuesday, and uh, yesterday um, I was walking through the mall in Century City, and I saw Jordan, but I did not say hi because I thought he would be mean to me. Thank you. Bye.
1: It's
0: a good call. <laughs> wow. It's a good call. Oh, I'm sorry I give off that vibe. That's kind of disappointing. Yeah, it's
1: not just about a vibe, Jordan. Yeah? It's just about an entire lifestyle. No,
0: well, why did uh, I I I wonder why? I wonder I've, I've 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 had several times where people have approached me for for listening to JJ go and I've been nothing but nothing but You know gracious. what,
1: Jordan? You, you this is bullshit. Yeah. I've seen you interact with people.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you're a put-down artist.
1: Yeah. That's what you are. You're well, a put-down like that, artist. Though. No, they don't. You it's know like who they like that from? The, Don Rickles. Yeah. They like to hear that from Don Rickles. If Don Rickles calls you a fat hebe, sure. then it's great. If you call someone a
0: fat hebe, then it's racist. But what does, like, Don... What does...
1: Anti-Semitic.
0: What does it cost to go see Don Rickles? $60. $60 to $100. Sure. What does it cost to come up to me at the Century City Mall? depends on what you bought at the Hot Topic.
1: Yeah. You know what I mean? What if you buy if you buy five T-shirts, which just seems reasonable to me?
0: Yeah, well, you get nightmare you know, before Christmas. I mean, got so much what do you good get? Stuff you there. get
1: the Ramones. Ramones nightmare
0: Night- before Christmas. Uh, old old school, and it has a picture of a NES
1: controller on it. Uh, you get a Transformers, or you get either Autobots or Decepticons, mm-hmm. depending on whether you're good or evil. I'm sure. Um, and one more nightmare before Christmas. Exactly.
0: <laughs> so that's <laughs> another character from nightmare before Christmas. That's a hundred dollars no, right, right there. You're right.
1: You see what I'm saying, Jordan? So I
0: guess it is. People, in this
1: case, people are praying to be nurtured, but you're knocking them down. You're taking your baseball bat of attitude, I'd call it, Mm -hmm. bad attitude. This isn't a roast. This isn't a Dean Martin roast, (laughs) Jordan. You know what I mean? This is just your fans. They're trying to reach out to you. You literally, I saw you punch a fan in the face.
0: That That was for something. That was not for being a fan.
1: I th- it seemed like they came up and said, "Jordan, hi, are you Jordan Morris?" And you said, "Yes."
0: It was the, that was about tone, though. That was about his tone of voice. And they said, an appro- "I'm a huge fan of your work. If you
1: have I really admire
0: you." Tone of voice. And you knocked them out with one punch. I don't. That was, you know how you're when you okay, everybody knows when you're approaching a a family of apes, right? You have to adopt a submissive posture. Right. If you look threatening, if you make yourself look threatening, the alpha male is going to defend his Jordan, ape cluster.
1: Jordan, the baby gorilla that you carry everywhere is a stuffed baby gorilla. It's not a real baby gorilla. No, but I'm just
0: saying it's a similar principle. It's a plush toy. This Jordan. particular fan was had adopted an aggressive posture that made it look like he was after Jordan. My just ape because cluster. someone
1: stands between you. And your plush baby gorilla that you got out of a claw machine. It's purple, Jordan. There are no real
0: purple gorillas. Sorry that I have principles. Sorry. Sorry for my principle. But hey, like, in all honesty, I'm nice. I let a guy buy me a drink at the Cha-Cha Lounge one time.
1: Then you kicked him in the balls.
0: But he purchased the drink, and I drank it.
1: Fine. Fine.
2: Hey, Jordan. Hey, Jesse. You know, I noticed that you guys often forget people's names, and for some reason, you guys know every single movie star or director or public radio whatever star's name, and it just doesn't make any sense. So so I'll point that out. All right, thanks.
1: Love your show. Bye. This uh, guy's a real Krista Tippett.
0: Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> here's our – here's the uh... – Here's the difference. Yeah. We memorize the names of people who are fuckable. <laughs>
1: ah! So we're talking specifically about Claude Brodessa Achner yeah. and Krista Tippett. Very Tibbet. fuckable. And Krista Tippett from Speaking of Faith, mm-hmm. right?
0: And not Joe Blow or whoever it was that just called. Exactly. God damn it, Jordan Jesse. Get off your lazy
2: asses and put out a new podcast. I'm going to see John Hodgman and and Paul F. Tompkins tonight. I don't know anything to listen to on the train ride down.
1: How about this? Get off your lazy ass. Yeah. You got anything for me? I don't get it. I don't have anything.
0: Yeah, we're making a podcast right we're now. We're doing so it's it. Kind of, it's moot.
1: Yeah. So the point is moot. The call is How about moot.
0: this? The point
1: is moot. hmm Moot, I say.
2: The funny word. Moot. Hey, Jordan. Jesse, go. Uh, I got a call in regards about Chris Sable, the king of sports goggles. Uh, I went to a middle school with a guy named Sabo, who also had a younger sister, also named Sabo. Just thought I'd let you know. Great.
1: Different possibilities I've been considering with regard to this Chris Sabo situation. Okay. Number one, I'm not sure if this guy is saying that these two young people's last names were Sabo, or their first names were Sabo. That seems, un, that seems Sabo.
0: unremarkable if they both had the same last name but were right, related.
1: Right, right. I mean, most people related to each other do have the same last name. There
0: are some occasions. You
1: know, so, Charlie
0: Sheen and Emilio Estevez have different last names. So then I thought... Are they thought, brothers?
1: I think they're brothers, yeah. they're They're married.
0: Aren't yeah. they married? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not recognized by the U.S. government, but they're married in certain... Certain townships, certain Aruba, Dominican townships,
1: Martha's Vineyard. Mm-hmm. Um, it's possible that they. It's possible that they. I first thought maybe both of them have the first name Sabo.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now Sabo's not a first name. No. <laughs> but if it were a first name, it would be a man's first name. If
0: you're like a well, if you're like a uh, kind of a cat-themed supervillain, you could be Sabo.
1: So the guy is a cat-themed superhero.
0: Now, super a, villain.
1: Super villain. Doesn't sound
0: like a superhero. Sorry.
1: The lady is an open question. Here's this girl, younger sister, right? Mm-hmm. Elementary school. I think she was married to Chris Sabo. 1988 <laughs> National League Rookie of the Year Chris That's Sabo. That's probably it. That's my best guess. That's my best guess. Is that he's a child marrier. This is just based upon the fact that um, there was a, a girl in uh, fourth grade at my elementary school uh, named Jerome Walton. It was because she was married to 1989 National League Rookie of the Year Jerome Walton. So and that's just the, that's the explanation that I have. Yep. There so you far. go. Hey Jordan
2: Jesse Go, it's Dane in Ohio. I'm um, calling in with a momentous occasion. I just saved the U.S. economy because my computer broke and I just dropped a whole bunch of money on a new one. And they're saying that us consumers have to spend. So um, just wanted to tell everyone out there, you're welcome. It's all over. The economy is fixed.
1: This sounds like an action item to me. Mm -hmm. Here's what it is. What are you doing to save the United States economy? Sure, buying something helps save the economy. Absolutely. But there's lots of other things that help save the economy. Mm -hmm. I want to know what you're doing to save the... We're about to go into a... Have you... Have you... Have you... Have you you watched the news? I try not to. It's been too depressing lately. (sighs) I'm worried I might get laid off. Yeah. I'm worried I might lay you off.
0: It's a concern. I'm worried I might get laid. Then what am I going to do with my Sundays? You
1: got it, Jordan. This is a a desperate situation. All
0: of our Sundays are at stake.
1: Here's what you have to do, America. Give us a call. Let us know. What are you doing to save the economy? And, Jordan, don't just tell me you bought a new car. Mm-hmm. Sure, anybody can buy a new car. Any jerk can buy a new car. I want creative solutions here. Creative solutions. I'm not binding it in. Anyone with a creative solution, I'm listening. My ears are open, Jordan. The Obama administration is all about listening... I'm the president of the Obama administration. Mm-hmm. Let's do this. Let's make this happen. Let's save the economy. Works Progress
0: Administration. It's kind of confusing when you think about it. A hobo Obama, March. Obama. World War I veterans. That Obama is the president, but there's a president of the administration that's not him. It's me. But is that confusing? Does no, that get confusing? No, it's
1: not confusing because of my charisma.
0: But I mean, just like as far as like what what's on people's business <laughs> cards and <laughs> email <laughs> <laughs> addresses <Lightning> and bolts, <laughs> stuff.
1: Lightning bolts, lightning bolts. No, you're <laughs> right. <laughs> we'll be back in just a second. to Jordan to Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart.
0: Jordan Morris, Boy Detective.
1: Jordan, what do you do if something? What would you describe a situation in your life? Where something happens that's truly remarkable, the kind of thing that you would really like to remark upon. What would you call that?
0: Well, a noteworthy happenstance.
1: Would be one way to describe it, but let's say you were trying to describe it the right way. What, what, might, what might you say? You
0: might say a oh, a worthy happening.
1: No, if we were... Okay. Let's say that something really momentous happened to you on a certain occasion, and you were trying to describe it so that you could lead into a segment on your popular podcast. What would you call it? (laughs) I see.
0: You're talking about momentous occasions.
2: Hey, Jordan, Jesse, and whoever may be there this week. Um, This is Julie in Japan, and I have a quick momentous occasion. I just use toilet paper that is strawberry scented and printed with pictures of hello kitty for the first time so it was pretty weird and i think i'm gonna go buy some plain toilet paper because it's really creepy to wipe your butt with hello kitty okay that's pretty much it bye-bye
0: depends on how you feel about hello kitty i guess yeah i hate i hate the bitch so does i would love the opportunity to wipe with hello kitty really just let her know how i feel oh yeah hey how's how's your strawberry scent now yeah i've got no mouth yeah. Hold on, and also yet another listener in Japan. What is up with? I that? got a nice postcard from David in Japan. It's a beautiful postcard. It's got a Nippon uh, bird stamp on it. Sure. And uh, yeah, I guess he tends bar in Osaka and listens to the show while he cleans up. Uh, but man, what? Yeah, yeah. It's the it's uh why, why all the Japanese white people. I'm assuming you're white. Yeah, we. Uh, you know.
1: It's a reasonable assumption. What are you
0: doing over there?
1: We don't have It's a lot crazy. Of, we don't have a lot of cross-cultural appeal, Jordan. <laughs> no. We've defined our niche pretty well. Sure.
0: Hey, Jordan, Jesse.
2: Um, I was just given some pretty good wisdom by a stranger. There was this guy behind the counter, at White Castle, not wearing a White Castle uniform. He rung me up, and as I was leaving, he said, A lot of people go into a fight with a fish in their hand, but the best weapon is a pen and paper. And then he went in the back. I don't think he worked there. Anyway, it was pretty
0: awesome. Bye. Okay, again, this is a call where I just need a few more details to get the maximum (laughs) delight out of it. Right. What was he dressed like? Sure. How old is he? Sure. Does he have a long, scraggly beard? Sure. These are all things we need to know. People, yes. Did he suggest a
1: specific fish?
0: Be pithy. But we also need the appropriate description. If you if if it's important to describe the person, please do.
1: They're called key details. Imagine sure. you're writing a screenplay. Mm-hmm. You don't want to distract from the dialogue, but you want to fill in some key details.
0: Here's the thing: I think people don't people fill in more personal information about themselves than we would like. We don't give a fuck.
1: Right. We don't care about you. We're,
0: you know, it's great that you moved yeah, to Send Maine. us some money. Help us out. Whatever. Yeah, it's great that you us, uh, you know, da, you moved da, to I Maine just after this. you went to college in Youngstown, that. Ohio.
1: And then I blah, blah, blah. Great. I'm sure you're I very interesting. I went to the Target. I got some new t-shirts. Does I like the, the Marona, Marona brand. Does the guy
0: have a scraggly beard? That's what we need to know.
2: Hi, Jordan, Jessica. This is Courtney from North Carolina. And uh, I just drove from North Carolina to Colorado last week and drove from Colorado back to North Carolina this week. This what we're talking week. about. Uh, and my momentous occasion is that we are about two hours from home and we're at a gas station in Fancy Gap, Virginia and just found an abandoned uh, scruffy brown dog. So we're taking her home and
0: we're happy about that. Thanks.
1: That's called a heartwarming conclusion, Jordan. Very nice. It starts out with this we drove from here to there. We drove from here to there. We got this kind of t shirt. I like to drink this kind of beer. This is my favorite beer. This is why it's my favorite beer. But, but, she brings it home. Yeah. Scruffy brown dog. Found
0: at a gas station in Fancy Pants, North Carolina. Where was that?
1: (laughs) Fancy Pants, North Carolina. Three words that I need to hear to get on the air. Scruffy brown dog. You
0: should let us name the dog.
1: Yeah. Why? Why have? Why we're didn't you invite that. us
0: to name the dog? Yeah. Really. That's kind of rude.
1: We need to know if it's, it's a, a boy or a bit girl. Rude. I thought I was a little offended. Mm-hmm. I was distressed. Yeah. I would say not offended, distressed, mm-hmm. vexed. Yeah. Certainly vexed. Look, Jordan. You know how we're trying to uh, raise awareness using the uh, darkish teal ribbon. Mm-hmm. I think this next one could be a good opportunity.
2: Hi, Jordan and Jesse. I'm calling in with a momentous occasion. I am currently standing on the curb of my own house because today is the day that I finally become a lingerie designer. And I'm going to the L.A. Garment District right now to buy fabrics. And I'm really scared. And I've never done anything like this before in my life. But it seems like now's a good time to start doing things you never thought you would.
1: Bye. Number one, I think she can do it. Yeah. Don't you?
0: I'm I'm confused on what she's nervous about. Is she nervous about going to the garment district, or is she nervous about this new? Uh, area she usually of her doesn't life? wear lingerie. Yeah, right. Well, I mean, you don't have to wear lingerie to design lingerie.
1: Right. Exactly.
0: This is. I mean, this is part of. This goes back to our whole thing. Look about, at
1: Calvin Klein.
0: Sure. Do you have to live a hard ghetto life to like hip hop music? You don't.
1: Yeah, and I mean, she has lived that life. Sure. But she has never worn lingerie. Mm-hmm. This is my point, Jordan. This is an opportunity. This Send our... us
0: a picture of ladies in lingerie. <laughs> this
1: is our entree into the fashion industry, Jordan. Just me.
0: Jesse doesn't want it.
1: Thanks, Jordan. Can I say it No, it's
0: mine. <laughs> Dang it. It's my private one. It's harder to jack off to if, if I know that you've looked at it. <laughs> it's just how I work. It's just how I'm wired. <laughs> it's mine. <laughs> it's been soiled yeah by your (laughs) filthy eyes look at it with your filthy eyes
1: jordan this is our opportunity to expand the darkish teal ribbon into the world of fashion
0: oh yeah oh this is good right fashion designers are always doing that shit they're always raising awareness for whatever
1: for whatever just whatever kosovo or some shit i don't know the point is maximum fun awareness is the most important cause facing the world today um and I think she can do something about it. And I think there
0: are probably other independent business owners sure. who can do something about it too. How about this? A tasteful thong panty yeah. adorned with darkish teal ribbons.
1: Precisely. Why aren't people here's a here's a serious question, Jordan. Where's the iPhone app community on this one? Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Where's footwear designers? Where's the luggage industry? Portage. The portage industry, they Absolutely. call it. We're smelting. We're smelting on this one. People who melt down different metals to combine them, you know? Hey, I'm looking at you, sauciers of the world. You got it. The darkish teal ribbon, it's the most important, in the same way that our parents' defin- our parents' generation was defined by Woodstock, our generation mm-hmm. will be defined by the darkish teal ribbon for org awareness. That's all I have to say about it. And we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. Don't forget to send us the picture. Me
0: the picture.
2: <laughs> <laughs> la, 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 la.
1: Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Another amazing episode. Mm-hmm. We are... We're just... It's like watching uh, Greg Maddox, Pitch a Perfect Game. Yeah. It's about control. It's about timing and upsetting timing. It's about surprises, changes of pace, curveballs... Two-seam fastball, four-seam fastball, mixing it up. Baseball. That's what we're doing on this program. Yeah. Action items for this week. Number one: what is it called? What is the name for the thing that Jordan described? Where a dude or a group of dudes will make a weird, kind of complicated... Overly, wordy... Maybe old-timey... Histrionic, sort of.
0: Maybe involved theatrical, theatrical.
1: And they're not necessarily even just a renaissance fair nerd. They could be, but they're not necessarily... Might be, this might
0: be some dad in a Tommy Bahama yeah, t-shirt.
1: Yeah, it's kind of... What's that called? yeah that's number one number two what's the strangest interaction you've ever had with a townie in a college town? Someone who actually lives permanently in a college town is not a student maybe at they, the university uh, maybe
0: they drive a shuttle
1: yeah, could maybe be maybe
0: they uh
1: yeah, maybe they own maybe they work at the crystal store sure, the store that sells crystals and magics and some
0: Indian bullshit
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Um, That's action item number two. And of course, this week we've announced the Darkish Teal Ribbon for Mm -hmm. Maximum Fun Awareness. Yes. This is our most important charitable project ever. We want to know what you're doing for the Darkish Teal Ribbon for Maximum Fun Awareness. We have ribbons here that you can mail away for, and we want you to put the button on your website or your blog or your Facebook or your MySpace, certainly. You know what I mean? But what else? What else? But what else are you doing? What initiative are you taking? And in conclusion, speaking of taking initiative, mm-hmm. what are you doing to end our nation's terrible economic crisis? Creative solutions, people! Creative mm-hmm. solutions. What actions are you taking? Yeah. Two zero six nine eight four four five is the phone number. If you guys don't do number. something
0: soon, Jesse and I will be out on the street. You can. We're not going to last a day out there.
1: We look. I just. I'm already hooked on crack. Here I am. Sure. I live in this luxury lifestyle. I've got plenty right now. I've got plenty of money for rock. Mhm. You know what I mean? I I can buy my own Pyrex to cook the crack in. Mhm. I can buy so I have so much money right now. I can buy cocaine. I can buy baking soda. I can buy Pyrex cookware. I can cook the crack in the Pyrex and then smoke it. Sure. I do I do use a uh, a, a big pen that's made, been made into a pipe. Okay, I cannot afford a real pipe. No, but besides that,
0: everything else you got.
1: Everything else I got. There's a long there's a long way for us to fall. Mm-hmm. If we end up out on the streets, they're going to eat us like wolves. They will. And you got to be pretty powerful to eat a wolf.
0: We're, we're, we're delicate. We have tiny hands. You know what I mean? And people see that, and they just... They... You know what eats a wolf? Probably a grizzly bear. Oh, yeah. That'd So be cool. I'm guessing
1: real life is a grizzly bear. We're wolves. That would be really cool. And the streets are the um, the forests of the Pacific Northwest. Maybe then an eagle swoops down and starts clawing them. Both
0: of them? Yeah.
1: It doesn't target either one. That's pissed. What about the skeeters? Is there a lot of skeeters around? Nah. Like, That's boring. Mosquitoes mosquitoes dogs no, they buzz in your ear nah, like, oh, stop boring. biting me too late you already got malaria oh
0: no and you're oh, dead yay
1: 206-9844-FUN is the number to call you can email us at jjgo at maximumfun.org and you can always post on the forums at maximumfun.org slash forum uh, we'll be back next week with Jordan Jesse Go. <laughs>